Welcome to the World of Wishes podcast. I'm Wish Southern Florida's Chief Operating Officer, Richard Kelly, your host for today's episode. Before we get to our special guest, I just wanted to let you know a couple of recent cool Disney Wish experiences. Libby from Fort Myers just celebrated her fourth birthday in style at the Walt Disney World Resort, and seven-year-old EJ had a send-off party sponsored by our friends at Poland Capital in Boca Raton. EJ is headed to Disney World later this month. Thank you to everyone who has a special impact on all of our Wish Kids and their families. And now on to today's episode and our special guest, former Wish Kid, Chris Allegria. Chris's wish was granted in 2017, and he talks candidly about his journey and how his wish gave him the confidence to deal with all types of adversity. And we have today Chris Allegria, and uh, Chris is a great guy, and we're going to hear a great story about him, uh, you know, just the story of Chris's strength and resilience and and what he's he's been through isn't isn't a sad story it's a it's a happy inspiring story and uh to hear about chris's wish and his journey uh will hopefully be inspiring to you all chris it's great to have you here and it's an honor to be here and to be a former make-a-wish recipient yeah so um so i want to go back to um your story and your journey part of your journey you were a teenager and then uh, you get into this you know fender bender like some teenagers do and then, but that's sort that sort of set off this chain reaction in you that um, you know that in uh, obviously changed your life, but you know it brought you to the point where you are now. So tell us a little bit about that story, about that journey, and you know what started as a little you know car accident turned into something much bigger. Well, who knows that that would be one of the most grateful moments I ever thought of would be a little light fender bender. Um, in December 2016, I got into a light fender bender when I was driving to high school. At the time, I was a senior in high school. I was getting ready to graduate, and my sister was actually having a arm surgery the, the same day because they thought she had cancer in her left arm. Uh, she and I felt so guilty getting into a little fender bender, and thankfully she had a clear, clear biopsy, no, no bad results. And then a few days later, I was having um, some pretty negative side effects from that little fender bender. I thought I was—I couldn't really see the same way. I was kind of sorry. I kind of messed up. <laughs> um, I couldn't really see the same way. I, I, I mentally wasn't feeling the same way. Almost weaker. And a few days later, on December 18, 2016, I was driving to volleyball practice and. I didn't see another car merging into my lane on the highway, and I had to swerve out real quick, almost got into another accident. And from that moment, I knew something was up, and I had called my parents, and they picked me up, took me to a local hospital, and uh, they saw that I couldn't walk straight in a straight line at all, and they did a CAT scan of my brain. Um, they came back in about 30, 40 minutes later, and they were like, yeah, we need to do another one. And once that happened, we the little thoughts, maybe I had a little brain bleeding, a little concussion, uh, we weren't expecting the news that came in once the head ER doctor, she came in almost looking as she was going to cry and she showed us the scan and there was about a huge tumor in my skull about the size of a golf ball and a half and we were not expecting that at all and from being just finding that out to instantly crying and then being told we're going to be transferring you in an ambulance and you're going to uh, Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital right now and that was at probably about 10 p.m. that night. So here we are over 1 a.m. at night in an ambulance, driving all the way there, hearing all this stuff, processing so much. And then I got to meet with my, uh, my brain surgeon the next morning and was told, well, you're gonna be having an emergency brain surgery. Um, you have a huge mass in your head and we need to remove that, but we're not sure how you're gonna be after it because of the size of the location. You're gonna come out with 
disabilities, you may have to learn how to walk again, how to talk, read, write, or you, there's a chance you might not be able to come out at all. So I had to process that at 17 years old, that you know this is a life or death moment. But at that moment, I wasn't feeling sad. If anything, I was feeling grateful that I at least got this moment to talk to my parents, to tell them that how much I love them, that you know I hope to see you on the other side, but if I'm not, thank you for everything you've provided me. And then seven and a half hours later, I woke up and I was able to open my eyes and I saw my mom and the first words on my face were, I, I love you so much, mom. And then I was just in a little mess after because I did just have my whole entire brain cut open. And, but luckily I was discharged a few days later on December 22nd and I got to celebrate Christmas at home despite having a whole entire craniotomy. And it's yeah, it's amazing the smile you have on your face as you're telling this story. Um, you know, I mean, most people, most people on this earth would find that to be the most harrowing, you know, experience, negative experience, but uh, it taught you something, you know? It really made me grow up and not necessarily in a harsh, I mean, uh, let's, let's rephrase that, in a harsh way, yes, but at the moment where I got that chance to reevaluate my life to kind of become a new person, a new person who you don't really, unless you're in a hard situation, it's very, very hard to realize the importance of everything around you when you've grown up with it and you're so accustomed to it. But once a minute everything turns haywire, then that, and then you get to really appreciate literally waking up, literally being able to see, being able to taste something, walk. Like those little things are something we really take for granted. I mean, how many, how many Make-A-Wish recipients or patients have we had that have lost some of part of their body because of this? And, you know, we were just normal here, just talking about it, but it's so hard to accept such a traumatic event and being able to turn around from it, that's something I'm proud of myself for. And you should be. Uh, so when Make-A-Wish comes into your life and we tell you, you know, basically you can have anything in the world, what do, what do you want? And so how did that process go in terms of selecting, selecting your wish? Was your ultimate wish your first choice or were there other choices along the way? Well, the first thing that came to my head was Star Wars. I've been a huge Star Wars fan ever since I was a little kid. I remember when I was like five or six years old, I saw uh, <laughs> the third one, um, Re Revenge of the Sith, in theaters with my grandma. And ever since then, I was like, man, Star Wars is like my life. So once I found out, hey, you get this whole new wish uh, because you deserve it. And we want to give you that despite everything you're going through, you deserve this wish. And they telling you, hearing that it's free and it's for you, like delivered to you, was so just... Uh, absolutely breathtaking the kindness from you guys and of course uh, I was like well my first wish I was like I kind of want to be in a Star Wars movie but I had found out that pretty much a lot of Star Wars fans who happen to be wish kids that's one of their first things too and the, the list was filled up and then I got told well we have some open spots for seeing the world premiere of Star Wars The Last Jedi would that be working for you and of course I was just instantly breathtaking away like what i get to meet these actors and actresses that have new one new ones and old ones and how they've aged and the amount of impact they've had on my life of course i'm so lucky like i i just i couldn't believe that i was going to be able to have this huge wish especially after having so much unfortunate trauma and having to recuperate with it was hard but i got to get a trip i got to have a flight to la i got to meet these actors i got to experience a whole new state a whole new culture and everything because of such an unfortunate experience and i just can't believe i actually got to experience this and you got to go with your family 
Yep, I got to go with my best friend, my mom. We flew out from South Florida on a beautiful five-hour flight all the way to L.A. And before the flight, I got to actually go to the cockpit. I got to meet the pilot and co-pilot. I got to sit there. I actually have a picture of me with a picture of me in the pilot seat, and it was just beautiful. And the fact I got to go with my mom, she got to experience, if anything, her own wish come true of her son surviving cancer, of her son getting to, her being able to see the smile and the and the kind of hope and reward that I got for surviving and for fighting despite everything that happened and I just I'm so glad that she got to breathe too because having your own child diagnosed like I hope I do not experience that pain like they have and just being able to see her breathe a little bit easier that was even more fulfilling as well and it wasn't just the premiere, it was the whole L.A. experience, right? Oh, oh, no. I was there from December 8th to December 10th. It wasn't a little one night. No, I got a whole little weekend to celebrate. I was given a little Make-A-Wish card so I could go around, so I could eat. I didn't have to worry about paying for an Uber. I didn't have to worry about eating a meal. Like, you guys gave me a not just an event, a whole entire weekend for my mom and I to recuperate, to heal, and enjoy, to explore kind of this new life that would be. And um, my Make-A-Wish event was actually two months after, uh, three months after I finished my last chemo. So if anything, it felt even more reassuring, like even more like, wow, I made it, I beat it. And if anything, I get this to beat it. That's amazing, it's amazing. And uh, so you had limo rides too, right? And that's- Oh yeah, I got a limo ride to the airport and that was, crazy limo ride from the airport in LA to the to the hotel it was it was just I'm smiling so hard just thinking of all these memories and it's gonna be five years um, this December will be five years since I had this amazing once-in-a-lifetime experience so you're five years in the rearview mirror from your wish when I know you're still you're battling with your you know with your health issues um, what is your wish taught you or what perspective has your has your wish given you on on just life and and how you know, people come into your life and give you something and, you know, don't ask for anything in return. And, you know, this could be something that's life changing for you. Just the fact that there's a group of people who make it their daily goal to help people going through the hard, help to help children going through the hardest moments of their life as just an honor to have been quali- to qualify and to receive this from Make-A-Wish. And just, I mean, just getting to see the faces of the people who are behind these desks, who are making all of these happen. Like we don't, like you get the wish and you and you get to meet with your Make-A-Wish ambassador, but today having the, this opportunity for this interview today, I get to see all of the other faces behind this powerful movement that made, that pull all of these strings together and raise the funds, raise the awareness so that I could have gone on a, on a flight from Florida all the way to LA, meet actors and actresses. Like that's, that's just amazing. What was the premiere like? Ah, uh, breathtaking. What, literally a once in a life experience. I was on the red carpet with fellow make and that and that's such an another huge point is that it wasn't just me on this trip it was other make-a-wish recipients from throughout the united states so i got to meet so many different uh so many different other fellow kids who were had gone through so many different hardships whether it be different um types of cancers or crohn's disease or different other body issues it, it just shows also how dynamic make-a-wish is in providing to all kids who qualify no matter what they've experienced. What do you think you remember about your wish? You're five years now. What do you think you remember about it 10 years from now, 15 years from now? The fact that I hugged Daisy Ridley, I think that'll be at the top of my, my mind. But uh, <laughs> and just 
the smile. Like I like I have my pictures saved, and every time, like you know, I'm like I'm going through something a little hard. I had to see that and be like, "That's me. I got that." I and then the, those memories rush back to me where it's like, "Holy cow! I'm that lucky." Like this thing doesn't matter, man. What I'm currently going through, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. And I find anything it motivates me more to be able to like give back to my community and share that effect with so many people going through the worst stages of their life and that yet they're so young at such an early point what would you say to other kids that uh that are going through the same health challenges that you are and they make wish comes into their, their lives and they're about to they're about to step into this process what would you tell what would advice would you give to them i'd give them the advice to get ready to experience one of the most beautiful moments of your life and it's the, the it's going to be different when you're talking through and picking everything you can get so giddy but at the same time you make it a little nervous that you know something might come maybe something happens to me and I can't experience it but when you're actually in my in my stance when I was picked up when I was walking onto the flight and being like this is real this is real life I made it to this point I'm alive and what am I getting I'm getting my wish my biggest life wish and it motivates me even more to keep on surviving to keep on pushing no matter what steps in my way because I feel like as a Make-A-Wish kid and for other Make-A-Wish kids, you know, this is this might be the hardest point of our life. So just being able to reflect and be like, I went through this, I can handle whatever tasks, whatever thing steps in my way forward. That's just, I think that's the biggest impact from Make-A-Wish, that extra reassurance that you can do it. You can go through this and you're not alone. We're by your side and we'll give you <laughs> your favorite thing ever. Like, I just can't think of a more beautiful, wholesome organization. For somebody that's considering supporting Make-A-Wish and, you know, they're just, they're not sure of what Make-A-Wish does, they're not sure of the impact and, and everything, what would you tell them about why they should be part of this movement, why they should be part of the Make-A-Wish Make experience? Well, oftentimes we kind of reminisce on our childhood when we're older adults. Now that I'm 23, like, we think of all of those younger times, good memories and whatnot, and when you really realize that a lot of kids in your neighborhood don't get to experience that same thing. It's a very big realization that, you know, I have the power, even if, even if it's with a few extra dollars or with volunteering my time at a, at a local Make-A-Wish event, that's just what should bring them out there, knowing that I can help someone. And even if I don't understand it, I get to register a whole different experience. I get to learn something new about life and from such young people who are teaching me these life lessons. And I think just opening yourself up and getting more involved in your community and not letting something stand in your way and really, really, because it is, it is kind of hard to be able to step into an environment where there is hardships, but opening yourself up to that and sharing your help and your aid is really, really so kind. And once you experience that, you're going you're gonna to know what I'm talking about. And so tell us, tell us where you are in your life now. You're a college student, and what are you studying, and, and where are you in, in your life? I'm a happy college student who has currently just hit my five years cancer-free in September, so I got to celebrate for that. And I'm privileged. I'm privileged that I have the opportunity to be in college, to, have a, to think of these good moments when I'm you know, hitting the textbook, studying a little harder, and knowing that I get to, uh, it's kind of fueling me more to graduate, that I get to graduate and make an impact and share these wishes in the future. And I'm just happy I got to be here and kind of experience what normal kids experience too when they go to college where they figure out their career and whatnot. So I'm just, I'm a very lucky college guy who's gone through a lot and who luckily still has his whole entire family with him. And that's something I'm gonna appreciate every second. 
Well, we enjoyed uh, hearing about your journey, your experience, and like I said at the beginning, your, your outlook on life, you know, the strength and resilience that you have is just remarkable, and you should be commended for that. And we're happy to have you in the Make-A-Wish family. You'll be ever, forever be in the Make-A-Wish family, and we thank you for being here uh, and sharing your story with us and wish you the best of luck, Chris. And, and I know you're going to intern for us in a, in, a, <laughs> in, a, in a short little while, and that's great. Uh, that's great, too. We could always use the extra brain power and the extra uh, uh, great attitude, and um, we appreciate you being here and appreciate you part, being a part of the family. And I'm so grateful that not only for you guys giving me the be- one of the best moments of my life, but for taking the time to revisit us five years later and to see how we're doing and to raise awareness and spread our voice to make Make-A-Wish become an even bigger organization with an even bigger impact in our communities. Thank you for listening to a World of Wishes podcast produced by Make-A-Wish Southern Florida. Please help support this podcast by rating, reviewing, and subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to our archive shows at worldofwishespodcast.org. To learn more about making wishes come true, visit us at wish.org slash SFLA.